0: The courthouse in Azaru, up in the Atlas Mountains, is, well, I guess you call it the county seat, where lots of locals come to present their issues to a judge. Family issues like divorce, inheritance, and child custody cases. The courthouse is as grand and plain as any government building in the world, and outside men and women patiently wait their turn to see a judge, though one woman is not so patient. She's saying, I don't have any rights and I need the law to be on my side so that he can't hit me anymore. She's at the courthouse today seeking a divorce. A decade ago, her husband would have to give his permission for a divorce, but today, under the Mudawana family code, she can ask the judge for herself.
1: It was quite revolutionary compared to the old family law code. This code is called Mudawana al Osra, and Osra means family. Instead of the old code, that was Ahwele Shahsiya, which means personal status code. So this code really takes into account the interest of the family.
0: Nadia Semeweld is a legal anthropologist studying the implementations of the Mudawana in rural populations, seeing how the law works
1: out in practice. Morocco has one of the most progressive uh, family law codes, uh, except for Tunisia. In Egypt and in many Muslim countries... The wife has a legal obligation to be obedient to her husband. And that means that she must ask for his permission to leave the house for work or to buy groceries. She should, legally speaking, ask for his permission.
0: Women in Morocco, as in many Muslim-majority countries, run the home and drive many of the family decisions. So it's only natural they should have some say in their and their family's legal status.
1: People whom we are calling Islamic feminists they will look into the sources of Islamic law in a way that you know is in line with how they would like to improve women's rights. And I think that's what you might call Islamic feminism, but it's being employed by both men and women. <laughs> Hello, my
0: name is Mohammed Zarda. I'm a judge. And a father of a little girl. Mohamed Zerda is president of the family court division in Tangier. There are 10 judges in his court, three male and seven female. I ask him if that makes a difference. This is simple. There's absolutely no difference between female judges and male judges, but we all went through the same school and same education. Every judge must be neutral. There are few sources a judge in Morocco can reference when making a decision. First is the Mudwana, then the Maliki school of jurisprudence, which relies on the Quran and the Hadiths, or the reported sayings of the Prophet Muhammad. The Qur'an is seen as the direct word from God. It's divine and cannot be changed or questioned. The Hadiths, on the other hand, were collected by men, so they're open to debate. Judge Zerda looks at both sources when deciding a case, but he sometimes has to go to the last source, to that gray area between what is written and local customs. Oh boy. He shows me a printout of one ruling where he awarded the woman in a divorce part of the family property. And I gave her a quarter of the property. Mind you, that in the Sharia, the law gives her one-eighth. In another example, anthropologist Nadia Sonovel tells me a story of a 12-year-old girl who asked a judge for permission to marry.
1: And this female judge, she said, no way I'm going to allow you to marry. I mean, you're only 12 years old. So the girl left the court. And then a year later, she came back and she was pregnant. And she again asked for permission.
0: In Moroccan culture, it is very important that a child carry the family name of the father.
1: And then this judge told me, what shall I do? If I refuse her request, she will give birth to a bastard. And so the child will have no future in Moroccan society. And if I allow it, I'm actually encouraging this phenomenon.
0: In the end, the judge decided to legalize the marriage. Critics of the 2004 Family Code say it doesn't do enough to protect the rights of women and girls when it comes to minimum age of marriage, polygamy and distribution of property. But more important, says Judge Zerda, is educating the population, especially in rural areas, about the rights they do have under the Mudawana. For us in the city of Tangier, we know that not all the people that come to the courts know about their rights and the law. Ten years since its implementation, the Family Law Code in Morocco is pretty firmly established in the courts, but it's still working its way down to the people. For America Abroad, I'm Jake Warga in Morocco.
1: That song is called Leila Manana by Moroccan hip-hop group Fanaire. It's about Mudawana, the country's revolutionary family law code passed in 2004.